0: 93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. This city oh, is my city, and I love it, yeah, I love it. ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. Glad that you have tuned in. We've got a great guest for you this weekend. We're going to learn a lot about some big things that are happening in Columbia and get you an update on the airport. Stacey Button, who is the uh, president of Columbia's Regional Economic Development, Inc., joins us on the show this week. Good morning. How are you, Stacey? Good morning. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you, and uh, I am excited to talk to you about some of the things that you've been working on. And and uh, we are getting ready to celebrate the 35th anniversary of Ready. Yes, I remember it well. Uh, <laughs> do 1988. You? I okay, really on. do. Go and um, uh, and uh, I um, well, we'll talk about that and, and sure. some of the milestones in Ready's history. But remind our listeners, I know that we stole you away from... Uh, a little town north of the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's actually we-
1: south of the Grand Canyon. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, well, no it's, wonder. I'm it's lost. It's in northern Arizona, but south of the Grand it's Canyon. Still south of
0: the Grand yeah, Canyon. Is that yeah. Flagstaff? It is. Okay, yes. very good. And um, um, where is Williams?
1: Uh, that would be. Is that oh, south or north? You're really testing me. West?
0: West, Okay. <laughs> I remember you, we got on the train, uh, okay, yeah, to ride, uh, to the Grand Canyon. Yep. And I think I told you this story once that the sheriff, we got robbed, the, you know, we got yes, robbed by by course. bad guys. And, uh, the, uh, sheriff that came onto the train and rescued us on our way to the Grand Canyon was a graduate of Grant Elementary here in Columbia, Missouri. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> a small world, but, uh, anyway, what a diversion that is. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your background, and, sure. and uh, you had some experience with airports, and and uh, sooner or later, that ended up on your uh, to-do list. Uh, what's your background?
1: Absolutely. Great question. Um, so, yes, born and raised in Arizona, went to school in Flagstaff, Arizona at NAU, um, and worked there for, gosh... 30 plus years, and then um, nine years ago, come January, I came to Columbia, Um, but I have a lot of family and history uh, in Missouri, actually, so I kind of feel like I'm from both states if I'm allowed to claim both. Um, My mom was born and raised in Columbia, my dad born and raised in Monroe City. Uh, That's
0: amazing. They met at yeah.
1: uh, William Jewell, uh, had me on the way <laughs> to Arizona, where they yeah. got teaching jobs, and uh, so we still have uh, farms and family, extended family yeah. that are all over the state. So. Is your mom still living? Uh, she is. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she's
0: probably got some great stories about William Jewell. I, you know, I grew oh, yeah. up in Liberty, and and so, uh, but you know, those those girls at William Jewell were very well behaved. <laughs> Very well behaved, you know. Anytime you had, anytime anytime you had a guest in your room, both feet of everybody, everybody in the room, all feet had to be touching the ground. So So
1: that's funny. I've heard that same story.
0: (laughs) So anyway, we just uh, we knew better than to mess with those William Jewell girls, and so anyway. well, I we're celebrating the 35th anniversary of Ready this year, yes. and uh, I'm gonna was I was gonna go through and try to see if I could remember the succession of directors. Uh, oh gosh, so, uh, yeah. B- Bill Watkins was the first, okay, and he later became city manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after Bill, I think it was Vicki Pratt. Does that sound right? That sounds correct. Yeah, I know Rick McDowell yes. was an assistant director. I don't know that he ever became the director of Ready. That's a good um, question. And then after Vicky Pratt was you? Is that no, 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 Mike, Bernie,
1: uh, Bernie. Was was in oh, there. Bernie was a, a yes, director for. A he while? was a director, uh, uh, interim okay. director for a while. Um, Mike Brooks,
0: Mike Brooks, I could see yes. his face, I couldn't remember yes. his name. So and then me, <laughs> and then you. So anyway, it's a, but a lot has happened in that thir- those thirty-five years, absolutely. And uh, I go back, and I think probably one of the really first success stories of um, of Ready goes back to I, I seem to recall Quaker Oats being one of the very big ones. I, I know Kraft Heinz were, mm-hmm. was in there, and IBM was in there, but mm-hmm. but. Um, Talk about some of the the major milestones that you've yeah. seen over the, those thirty five years.
1: Yeah, you're spot on. Actually, we were reviewing the history, and Quaker Oats actually was um, the first company that was brought up. Um, and we recently interviewed Mary Ann McCollum. Oh, yeah. Um, so that we could, she was one of you know the founding members yeah. of Ready. She and, was the mayor
0: at uh, shortly after that. I correct. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's one of the interesting pieces because it really was the city uh, through Mary. Dan, um, and Ray Beck, mm-hmm. and then the county through David Horner. Oh yeah, one of the former commissioners. Yep. Um, and then I think a couple of uh, businessmen that were affiliated with the chamber, and then the university. Mm-hmm. Um, all four of those. <clears throat> Entities came forward and said, we need to create an economic development organization, you know, that stands alone, but supports um, the public and private entities across Boone County. So that really was how, you know, Ready was formed and came together in 1988.
0: You Um, know, for the first 175 years of the University of Columbia had been a, a town where the, the, the term town and gown was mm-hmm. typically used. And, and really, you had the university, and then you had the the local community, and the two really never crossed paths. Yeah. Ready was really the first organization to bring together uh, at one table the university, the city, uh, the uh, the county, Centreia, mm-hmm. yep. um and some of these outlying communities, that just hadn't been done before, Randy was the right. first one to get everybody to the table.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that that is exactly right, um, and it, it's exciting. You know, you look at that and how it started, and then 35 years later, you know, that collaboration is still there, and it's even stronger. Yeah. Um, I think one of the, th- the funny things that, you know, as we look back on this 35-year history, you look at our guiding documents, and... um What was um, identified in the guiding documents, literally the very first paragraph, still holds holds true today, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's business attraction, um, Mm -hmm. one of our pillars that we do, retention and expansion of existing businesses, Mm -hmm. again, we do that today, and entrepreneurship, which it's kind of funny. I'm not sure that I knew entrepreneurship was a word 35 years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't say um, it if I had to, so anyway, but, I'm going to take the word for it.
1: <laughs> but that's a big part of our program yeah. now. So those three pillars are are still what we do. So we yeah. stay true to true to our core, to yeah. our
0: mission. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I remember um, at one time, this was in the late 90s, and, and my, my wife, Melody, worked uh, for... She was the first marketing director at Ready. And I she remember was. Um, there was... The Reddy was going to do his first five year master plan and, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people in the community that came out against it, which is really was oh, surprising to a, lot, to a lot of yeah. people. And I think this is in the late nineteen nineties, but um you know, they just said, Oh, we've grown enough, we don't need any more people and and uh, this is you know, this is not too long after we got Quake Roads, which was such a major score, major win for our community and and people would testify at city council that, oh yeah, we don't need to fund this anymore. I can remember the names of the people who were testifying, but, mm-hmm. but in 1999 we had sort of this perfect storm where um, we lost three major employers in, in the course of really two months in mm-hmm. Columbia. And we, I think we have Sylvie Insurance, and it was because it got bought out by a national company, and and Datastorm got bought out by a big group, and and then uh, I think that was the same around the same time that maybe Lone Star Airlines left Columbia. Gotcha. And thank goodness that we had uh, such a a, a progressive uh, economic development effort underway because it would have taken mm-hmm. us years to recover from those job losses
1: absolutely you know? absolutely yeah I was was not aware of some of that uh, part of the history but I would agree with you and and I think too if I you know look back at that time frame that you're speaking to the follow on to that really um, is I, I believe you know what would have led to um, the establishment of the chapter 100 policy mm, yeah, right because right, i yeah. think that started in early 2000 right I think, uh, was it um, Dave A- ABC labs
0: was the first person to they take were the advantage- first project yeah, yeah, take, yeah. take advantage yeah. of that and because of that today we you know mm-hmm. Eurofins offense they, they've been bought out but Eurofins has decided to keep that company here in Absolutely. columbia you know Absolutely. And, and those are great jobs yeah. you know and so yeah, it's really uh do you let's talk about who else is taking advantage of chapter 100. I'm going to yeah. really test you. There's a No, little, this um, is good. Uh so I know that I uh 3M uh, took advantage of something. Was it? Was it? Was it Chapter One Hundred or was it something else?
1: No, not 3M. Actually, we've only had seven companies okay. that have taken advantage. Do you of remember who they chapter- are? I do. Oh, good for I you. Do. Good for you. Um, yeah. So ABC Labs, as you mentioned, they were yeah. the first one in 05. Yep. Uh, Kraft Heinz. Um, fast forward about ten years, um, mm-hmm. and most recently, that's. Uh, the last six projects that we've had but mm-hmm. Kraft Heinz utilized it they being an existing company at that point um, Dana Light Axel um, mm,
0: forgot about them yeah. also
1: used it in 2016 um, in 2017 we had um, American Outdoor Brands and um, Aurora Organic yep. Dairy mm-hmm. uh, they were almost simultaneously going through the yeah. chapter 100 process yeah. in 17 um, and then most recently Swift Prepared Foods which yep. is uh, Prince Uh, was in 21, and then Equipment Share just this past year. Yeah. So,
0: So, you know, it's interesting. And I think that a lot of people look at um, something like Chapter 100, oh, it's just another giveaway. But the truth of the matter is uh, our community, our schools are not losing anything. Uh, This is starting with a sort of a – we're starting at ground zero with these companies. And everything that we're getting from these companies is – is an addition, you know, this new job. Correct, yeah, net new. Yeah, Yeah. net new, and so... Yeah, there's um, no
1: tax abatement um, through this program on existing real or personal property. Um, It is, you know, if it's a new project um, or a new... You know, expansion,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that, that's the portion that is abated, mm-hmm. whatever percentage, yeah. uh, the commissioners determine. Um, but yeah, existing personal and, uh, real property is not abated.
0: And so. companies all over, I mean, I mean, communities all over America are using, uh, this, this type of economic incentive, but Columbia and Boone County is one of the very few communities in the, in the country that actually allows all the stakeholders to have a say i mean it's not required by exactly. law but but we still in, invite the school district we invite the library district we invite all the the taxing entities to come mm-hmm. to the table and say hey are you willing to sacrifice the, you know are you willing to take a delay on getting these tax dollars um in uh in exchange for creating all these new jobs. Correct. So, anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. It is a, a very public process. And, um, that was a big part. Again, Dave Griggs, I mentioned him. Um, he really helped to write that first policy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been amended. The thresholds for capital investment and job creation, you know, have inched up over the years. Yeah. Um, and it's significant. You know, these are companies that are investing a hundred million, um, in the case of Swift, $200 million in capital investment. And hundred million
0: is the minimum that you'll accept is that correct
1: uh with the most recent um it depends if you're new or existing. Okay. Uh, the thresholds are yeah. are different, yeah. and job Still creation a lot of money. But yeah, it's significant. Yeah. So, um, and it's important that it is a public process and that the taxing entities get a chance to review the project and ask questions. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, you know, I know it's not the twenty fifth or the fiftieth or the hundredth, mm-hmm. but what do you do to celebrate the thirty fifth anniversary?
1: We have an annual meeting. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, that's not exciting. Yeah. Right.
1: It is. <laughs>
0: Let me see. I guess you're going to have chicken cordon bleu instead of chicken. <laughs> Getting fancy. Uh,
1: no, we we really do um at our annual meeting which is going to be next week. Um look back on the 35 years and all mm-hmm. the people who have contributed to it and and just really celebrate our successes. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And again, yeah. I think the the biggest thing as you look back uh is the fact that uh the formation of Ready brought so many of these key stakeholders to the same table Mm -hmm. and that was that really proved to be something very successful for our community and so yeah
1: and um, it's interesting Um, one of the things that we have done this year in celebration of our 35th year um, twofold we have had a a testimonial campaign called I Am Ready Mm -hmm. um, and that's been a lot of fun Um, but in addition to it this past year um, we have taken our monthly board meetings on the road so Mm -hmm. we coined it Ready on the Road yeah and so we have been all over Boone County um each month with our board meetings yeah. and you know honestly um I, I would say years prior, we would have anywhere from probably thirty to forty-five people that would attend our board meetings, which is great. Yeah. Um, with Ready on the Road this year, we had one meeting that we had seventy-eight people attend. Wow. wow. Um, and we really, I mean, average sixty-five, seventy people each month, and yeah. I think that that speaks really well to the collaboration mm-hmm. um, and just the fact that folks are interested and supportive of our yeah. efforts that we tell are us, making a difference. Tell us about
0: some of the places you've been. You know your your conference room at Ready, which everybody thought ten years ago would be plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, is you know you I don't think you can host your whole board in there anymore. And, we cannot. And, yeah, and yeah. It, It's a really tight squeeze. Yeah. Um. So tell us about some of the places you've been visiting.
1: Yeah. So um, we held let's see monthly board meetings at Ameren mm. and um, gosh. You're really, you're really pushing the envelope here. <laughs> you're going to Blue we Electric to,
0: Cooperative next week, right? Correct. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and um, we've been at Simmons Bank. Okay. Um, We've been to Centralia. We have been
0: to... Centralia. Um, Where did you go in Centralia?
1: Uh, actually, it was on their square. Oh. Um, and then we got to tour Hubble. Okay. Our oh, very as well. cool. Yeah.
0: people hear about, but so, don't really ever get the chance to see. So. Yeah.
1: Southern Boone, Roachport, um, went all over the county, yeah. and then just to various businesses. Yeah. We were at the Blue Note. Now they're starting to come back to me. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: there you go. But
1: it just, it, it really was. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and we're going to continue to do that next year. Yeah. Um, and um, visit different locations. Good idea Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, great. Yeah. When we come back from this break, we'll continue our conversation with Stacey Button. We're going to talk about, get an update on some of these new companies that have uh, come to Columbia and expanded in Columbia since Stacey's been here as the uh, president of Ready. All of that and more is coming up here on the CEO Roundtable. You're listening to 93.9 The Eagle. How oh, you can talk about the pit, barbecue, the band was jumping, the people too. I
1: mess around. They doing the mess around.
0: They're doing the mess around. Everybody doing the mess around. Ah, everybody was juice, you can't vet your soul. They did the boogie boogie with the studded roll. They mess around. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on 939 The Eagle. Welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show, Fred Perry, your host. We are visiting with Stacey Button, who is the president of Columbia's Regional Economic Development, Inc. It's called Ready uh, for short, and uh, we're talking about the 35th anniversary of uh, uh, Ready. And uh, I want to talk about some of the companies that have come to Columbia, largely because of uh, Ready's presence here and the work that they do. Uh, it's a team effort. I know you have to team up with uh, the state and, and other entities, but um, uh, people, uh, when they when they want to take a look at Columbia, Missouri, or somewhere in the Midwest, you guys are the ones that sort of uh, um, bring them to town and, and sort of show them around and, and do your best sales job to, to get them to look. But we've had some great success stories. One of the ones that I really and probably the most excited about is American Outdoor Brands. And, oh, I, and I just, um, and, and maybe that's not fair, but I, I just, I look <laughs> at it and it's so impressive. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that there's 14 or 15 or 16 companies under one roof, uh, they built this gigantic facility uh, sort of um, out at an area where there really wasn't a whole lot going on for the most part. Mm-hmm. and um, And so it hasn't really placed a huge burden on our local infrastructure in, by any stretch, you know. And, and um, so tell us, kind of give us an update on what's happening in American Outdoor Brands.
1: Yeah, um, I think they're, they're doing really well, actually, mm-hmm. um, everything that we hear. Um, interestingly, and Bernie reminded me of this uh, when we were talking the other day, but um, they are the only publicly traded company that is headquartered um, in Boone County. Really? So, yes. Okay, so like so.
0: Storage Mart is not headquartered here in Columbia.
1: Uh yeah, that. Okay. I couldn't speak to them specifically, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. Um wow. Very yeah. So that's our our understanding with okay. um American outdoor brands, yeah. but again, um they, I think they're doing really well. And they consider so.
0: Columbia to be their headquarters. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. So. And that's uh you know, there's just there's a lot of names that we all know for mm-hmm. the outdoor equipment that are under that mm-hmm. umbrella. And so, uh, yeah. it's a pretty impressive company. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Aurora Organic Dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that, boy, a lot of us had no idea about organic milk, uh, before these folks came to town. And, uh, mm-hmm. they had a pretty strong presence in Colorado right. and, uh, they wanted to move a little closer to the East Coast. And so they right. chose Columbia. How are they doing? Mm-hmm.
1: They're doing well also. Um, if you drive by the facility today, you'll see it's under construction. Oh. Um, and they're working on an expansion. So Alrighty, we're, good. yes, okay. already. So yeah. we're excited about them and their. Yeah growth here
0: you know i think what's been kind of impressive and these companies and this is something that you've worked pretty hard on since you've you've been here but we have these great national companies that have a presence in columbia uh like you know 3m and and Mm um uh kraft Heinz and quaker and and uh but they really in the past they never really had much to do with Columbia. They were here, mm-hmm. but you really have tried to pull those plant managers and people together, Absolutely. you know, for regular lunches and, we and just do. to try to get to know them and, and make sure the community is helping them however they can. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, so that's something that has been, to become a big responsibility for ready. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of connecting with all these uh, big companies that, that uh, call Columbia, um, you know, not home, but, yeah. uh, but uh, just a, a big part of their operation.
1: Yeah, definitely. We, um We pull uh, together, like you said, plant managers, but then we also pull together the HR directors. So it affords, you know, um, based on just different needs um, and allows, you know, those managers to come together and and learn from each other.
0: Yeah.
1: um, And allows Ready to be at the table with them so we can understand what we need to address as well.
0: So it's, uh, I remember the uh, the scare about a. were or organic dairy. there was there were a lot of people in town that were afraid that all of a sudden we were going to have six or seven thousand dairy cows out on route b making up a stink and uh it's a milk it, processing it's a milk processing. <laughs> so they bring facility. their milk in from kansas and oklahoma nebraska <laughs> okay, yes. and uh and process it here and, and and what i like about it is you can buy it and and uh, three months later it's still good mm-hmm. you know what i mean so <laughs> it's, it's kind of a nice deal Uh, Kraft Heinz. And, uh, boy, they've been a good, good company for Columbia. They have. Yes, uh, very much this is the only place in North America where hot dogs, Oscar Oscar Mayer hot dogs, are being made. Uh, What else is Kraft Heinz doing out there?
1: Um, Great things. Uh, They recently reported they have over 400 employees. um, Mm, So, very impressive at that facility. Um, And I think another piece um, that really resonates with this community and, and Kraft Heinz, they've made significant efforts with their workforce um to do outreach with the refugee and Mm -hmm. immigrant communities so um they've um i think got a very diverse and well-rounded workforce at craft that has proved you know very well for yeah, them. Yeah. And you so. guys
0: are, we'll talk more about that in workforce development. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a quick update on Swift Foods. That's kind of maybe the newest wow. company here in yes. Columbia. Yes. Uh, have you
1: seen it? Have you uh, driven by? It is you know, such an impressive facility.
0: I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I have or not. You know oh, my I mean? gosh. It, and, but it, the the, the uh, parent company is Principia. Is that what you said? Principe. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. practice often, <laughs> but they are—they're yeah.
1: open and operational. Uh, they did open up in April of this year. Yeah. Um, that was a two hundred million dollar investment. Wow. Um, in the in the building, and um,
0: they're making specialty meats, right? Like uh, yes, yeah, uh, charcuterie. Yeah, charcuterie. Yeah. Meats. yeah
1: so yeah. pepperoni, salami, uh, copa, um, prosciutto. Yeah. Yeah. All and, of that within and
0: there, and you can't smell it. What's, so. what's the deal with that? You know, you think Think, you think you'd be able to smell those meats uh, all around town. But, but, uh, yeah, you know,
1: but uh, yeah, the building is 325,000 square feet, so wow. you cannot miss it if you drive out there. It's very, very Okay, impressive. tell our so,
0: listeners, okay, what I'm really saying is tell yeah. me where it is, but tell our listeners where it is.
1: <laughs> it's on the Route B Corridor. That's where most of our food manufacturers right. are. What's it so, near? Um, it would be near the others, AOD, Kraft Heinz, 3M, and, and off of Waco. From,
0: can you see it from the road? You can. It's before Waco Road, but okay. yes. Yeah,
1: you can see it off to to the right
0: okay when well, yeah. you're driving towards hallsville is it on the left side of the road or right side of the road?
1: Okay, so I'm going with right, but I'm the most geographically challenged person, Fred. Can we get off right? that topic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Oscar Mayer is on the right-hand side of the road, right? Yes. And so is Aurora. Yes. So same side of the road as Yes. Okay, that's the right side of the road. That might even be east. I'm not sure, but oh, anyway, gosh, who knows? Oh, gosh, yeah, um, okay. And then uh, Equipment Share. That, mm-hmm. They uh, have also very recently uh, uh, applied and received some Chapter 100 uh, funding to Uh, expand their operations. How are they doing?
1: They're doing great as well. Um, Yes, their uh, project, their expansion project was um, $100 million
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, with the intent to add over 550 employees over a five-year period.
0: 550 employees. So
1: significant growth um, is what they proposed under that project. Um, They are also under construction. Um and the construction right now I believe is for the technology development center.
0: Is it attached to their current building?
1: Um no well no it's just adjacent to it. Okay. They have um
0: kind of a little campus out there. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, and I believe that center, they intend for it to be open in June. Um, we'd have to confirm with them as far as their exact timeline and everything. Yeah. But it is under construction. So.
0: It, it brings up a topic. One of the highlights of my week uh, is that I, I got to uh, attend the Main Street Summit, which was mm-hmm. uh, put together by a guy named Brent Bishore here in town. And, mm-hmm. and he brought together uh, from all over the world, eight different countries, uh, uh speakers and and experts on 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 venture capital and seed funding and small business and and uh, really took over the town took over downtown columbia they have most of the you know they had the blue note the missouri theater they had the sager reeves gallery they had the atrium and several venues in downtown ragtag and uh and everybody's talking about growing business and and it's been kind of interesting but i we you look at columbia columbia's got such a great story to tell about growing businesses and and you look at things from veterans united to equipment share to storage mart to um the uh uh oh the fake chicken Uh, that's not the right beyond (laughs) Beyond me yeah sorry goodness sakes uh um but you know these are ideas that started here in Columbia, Missouri, mm-hmm. not necessarily at the university, yeah. but but started here in Columbia, Missouri. And you kind of have to ask yourself, well, is, this, is there something in the water? You know what <laughs> I mean? What, what is right. it that makes Columbia such fertile ground for business startups like that? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's a great question. And, you know, not entirely sure I know the answer, but I mean, just... You just, you look at the culture, you look at the quality of life. Um, I think one thing that Columbia brings to the table is uh, just a ton of resources Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs, um, for, you know, the different stages of these businesses at scale. And so um, there's always an open door, always, you know, a welcomed opportunity to talk with these folks that have, these amazing business ideas. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to have that kind of ecosystem and support system mm-hmm. um, really bodes well for us. Yeah, um, You, you
0: kind of look at, I think the other thing is that, I mean, you look at the, the Bukowski brothers who started Veterans mm-hmm. United, they really seem to have a genuine interest in helping other businesses Absolutely. get started, you know, Absolutely. and so they're willing to pour themselves into and say, hey, here's where we made mistakes and uh, here's what we saw mm-hmm. as an easy opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's really good. And then you have, of course, these, these startup weekends, which, uh, uh led to the creation of Equipment Share mm-hmm. and Zapier and, and, uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but, but, you know, these are companies that have become huge. They have, you know, Absolutely. national players and, yeah. and, uh, all right here in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. So, um, let's talk a little bit about some of your entrepreneurial activities. Yes. Uh, because, uh, <laughs> now Jay Sparks, uh, and I, this probably made you happy, um, uh, when you see one of your own, Get promoted and, and, you know, yes. and advance in the world. But he took a great mm-hmm. job over at Columbia College. He
1: did, yes. And, uh,
0: it's called the Plaster Center for Entrepreneurial Studies or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you know, you had a lot of growth under him and, uh, we did. When, when he was, and that was one of your hires, mm-hmm. you sort of plucked him out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, uh, Uh, Tell us about The Hub and some of the other things you're doing with uh, entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. I love talking about The Hub and our entrepreneurship program. Um, And just to kind of go back a little bit pre-pandemic, so we first – well, I guess – the Hub, I think it was named something different, the Downtown Incubator, when mm-hmm. I first got here nine years ago, um, and transitioned in terms of naming, um, but really put together solid programming in the last probably five years, four to five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... um connect each entrepreneur with a business coach Um, we're very intentional with that Mm -hmm. um, to ensure that they're getting all of the needs um, that they might have and um, so with that pre-pandemic we had about 25 to 30 entrepreneurs in our hub which was great Mm -hmm. during the pandemic we almost doubled that Mm -hmm. um, immediately um, and I think because of you know attrition and what was happening with companies and what have you, during that time frame. Um, however, uh, gosh, this week we signed our 178th hub client. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's amazing.
1: So we have a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of individuals that just have fantastic ideas and want to go into business for themselves. Mm-hmm. So – um and – You know, so it's super exciting always to to work with them and hear their ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, and it certainly keeps us hopping. Yeah. Um, so
0: So in this program, you're, (laughs) you're, uh, helping, uh, refugees. Uh, Get settled and and, uh, create business opportunities? Correct. Correct.
1: That is um, a facet of that program as well. So we've got three different entrepreneurship uh, specialists on staff. Um, You mentioned Jay. Yes, he did take a position at Columbia College. Mm -hmm. We're in the process of um, posting that position and getting it hired. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Ray Hall, who handles our minority businesses. Mm -hmm. And then um, we also have the Global Entrepreneurs Program uh, that works directly with refugees and immigrants that are starting businesses so um
0: what's your relationship to the women's business center
1: so they are an agency partner uh with us um and uh in the past they've had coaches as well and so we work closely with them with you know all of these entrepreneurs uh that are here in columbia and boone county we need as many coaches and mentors and just you know uh, other peers and colleagues that can assist them yeah. um, as they grow, and yeah. Women's Business Center is one of those partners.
0: Yeah. Very cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, I want to talk. Uh, well, actually, we're gonna, we're going to take a quick break here. But uh, when we when we come back from this break, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, what you're doing with the workforce development efforts, and that's sure. something that you've got you've had a, a recent work done by a consultant that uh, has given you some very uh, interesting information and i also want to kind of just get an update on some of the things that are happening from a transportation standpoint because that's pretty huge uh, here in columbia with the expansion to i-70 and of course the opening of the of the roachport bridge and uh if you remember the sharp end you're going to be very interested in, in hearing what uh, Reddy is is sort of uh, helping lead uh, down at the corner of fifth and walnut and so we a lot of things coming up uh here on the CEO Roundtable. Uh, we are visiting with Stacey Button, who is the director of Columbia's Reg- Regional Economic Development, and uh, celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. All of that and more coming up here on the CEO Roundtable. I'm Fred Perry. You're listening to 939 the Eagle. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable show. Fred Perry, your host. Uh, glad that you've tuned in this weekend. We've been visiting with Stacey Button, who is the president of Columbia's Regional Economic Development, uh, Inc., I keep wanting to say Reginal for some reason today. I'm not sure there's something going on, misfiring in my brain. But uh, uh, I want to talk to you. One of your responsibilities, which uh, is, is really kind of interesting, uh, that the economic development director would be in charge of the airport, also. Mm-hmm. But you have a, you have some airport experience in your background. I do. And uh, from uh, Flagstaff, um, tell us uh, that we're getting ready to celebrate the one the first year anniversary of the opening of the new terminal, which uh, nine years ago was. Uh, Didn't seem like it even slight possibility <laughs> and so uh, but things have really changed with the airport over the last uh, uh, nine years tell us a little bit about uh, the first year of the airport what are your thoughts are you happy with what's happened
1: absolutely absolutely yeah we had our grand opening ribbon cutting on October 22nd last year wow, so okay. yep so we are one year mm-hmm. um, on the books <laughs>
0: yeah and uh, you know it's it's really I think what uh, are the things that stand out in your mind is as you talk to people around town business people mm-hmm. uh, what do they like most about the new airport
1: um I would say just I mean first of all it's modern you know that um, definitely creates a much better presence um when folks fly in uh to the new terminal um it's fun being out there with passengers um those that get to come off the plane and walk the boarding bridges, yeah, and then into the new terminal, there's a whole lot of wows. Mm-hmm. Um, the ever popular Mizzou fight song still, yeah, yep. <laughs> still gets gets people going. But so the, the, um, I've
0: noticed that the quality of the speakers is so much better. Yes, yes, uh, our audio. Old, yeah, in the old trailer uh, where you you would come into to pick up your bags. It was a little tinny uh, ooh, it was like uh you know it, it was like you're in the middle of a stadium somewhere yeah. and and uh a high school stadium, uh, but uh yeah, the sound quality is so much better, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so, it is, um, uh, and uh people like the artwork, I would guess
1: they do, yeah. yeah, and what we see and and again, because we have so much more space are families and friends that come inside the building and they're able to welcome yeah. you know the the passengers and and the folks that are visiting, so that's just you know it's just. It, it just has such a positive, you know, feel to it. Yeah.
0: So. And the rumor is, and, and of mm-hmm. course, uh, those of you listening to the CEO Roundtable show are hearing this before anybody else in Columbia. Uh, but uh, the culinary offerings are huh? going to be changing uh, <laughs> more than just rice cakes. Uh, there might be something else to eat at the airport coming soon
1: that's a good teaser yep don't <laughs> jinx me fred um <laughs> yes i believe at the upcoming council meeting um that we will be able to talk about a new food and beverage um provider
0: yeah at that's the good. airport no, that's been a long so, time coming and, it has and, uh, yeah it has taken yeah. some
1: time to negotiate um but um we're excited to bring that offering there
0: yeah it's uh you know it's uh the airport's kind of in some respects um uh, a long ways out there, and it seems almost isolated, but that's changing. You know, Amazon's mm-hmm. got a new building open up up out there. The post office is there, but absolutely. but uh, the, you know, the employments have really uh, increased dramatically yes. o- over the years, and, and so there's more of a chance that a, that a restaurant could survive out there.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay, well, good. That's all you're going to tell us, right? That is. Okay, yes. all right, so um, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks, so make sure you tune in. Um, I want to talk about the shops at Sharp End. Oh, okay. Uh, that's an interesting initiative that you've got underway. Of course, um, that area at Fifth and Walnut is, was once a thriving, uh, black business, uh, black owned business community. Correct. And urban renewal came in and, uh, the sins of our forefathers, uh, people were relocated and, and it really had a dramatic impact, uh, on, uh, the, the health of black businesses in our community. But, Uh, This is a, uh, it sounds like there's a, tell us a little about this, this effort, what the initiative is.
1: Absolutely. We're super excited about that. Um, on the corner of sixth and Walnut, uh, used to be a restaurant right there. Um, and it's two floors. We're actually putting in a retail incubator Mm -hmm. and it's called the shops at sharp end. Um, and the intent is again for our retail based entrepreneurs, um, as an extension of our hub program and coaching, um, we're going to have, um, not only the physical space where um, customers can come in and shop and buy different goods and products, mm-hmm. um, but we'll also have the supporting programming for the participants themselves. So okay. um, different workshops and trainings, uh, everything about you know um, how to merchandise, how to display, point of sale, how to lease um, your own brick and mortar yeah. space, um, e-commerce marketing, so that we can, again, help them Um, Hopefully, uh, graduate from our program and go take that
0: next big step. Exactly, and and, you know, when you get that brick and mortar of your own, Mm -hmm. uh, it tremendously increases your overhead and uh, has a big impact on your business. And. Mm -hmm. And some businesses just, you know, they move into it too quickly and it, it proves to be disastrous. Right. Now, is this something that you're targeting just minority-owned businesses with, or is this for uh, everybody who's coming through your program?
1: Good, great question. Yeah, it definitely has a focus on minority-owned businesses, mm-hmm. um, but we are welcoming to all. And so um, it's a great opportunity to call out um, if anybody is interested yeah. Um in the program and and is wanting to become a retailer, we'd love to talk to you. Okay, um, it's going to be a great space. We're looking at a soft opening the first part of December.
0: Wow, that's quick. Yes, yes. very much. Just so. in time so, for the holidays. Yep,
1: exactly. Yeah. Think about that yeah. for retail. Yeah. Um, and so we're getting quite a few um, startups that will have products available for mm-hmm. sale in that.
0: Is so. it like stalls or is no, it uh, no? No, uh, good
1: question. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be like. You know, walking into any other retailer, you'll have sections where there's clothing or jewelry or home goods or, you know, different things like that. So
0: business owner A may be right next door on the same shelf as business owner B.
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So to the customer, um, you know, they won't necessarily recognize that. Um, There's multiple um, vendors within that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will provide information about the products that they're purchasing and who that entrepreneur is to help promote them.
0: Well, since you're Um, so good at teasing, do you mind telling us uh, what types of products might we see
1: in this new store? (laughs) Again, um, clothing. um, Really? A lot of, um, gosh. Anything to eat.
0: Yes. Okay. Um Yes,
1: there will be some prepackaged um, okay. food items as well. And that's a big part of it too. Um, free coffee, which is always great, but we have a sitting area because the intent is not just for it to be a space that, um, you know, you can go in and purchase items, mm-hmm. but to also learn about the sharp end, yeah, learn about the history. Oh, so, um, yeah, so we'll have a lot of information about that history, and so it's, um, I guess, a little bit more about the experience yeah. um, as well as the the shopping opportunity.
0: Yeah. I, w- I want to talk to you real quick about your workforce development mm-hmm. efforts because you've you've hired a um, a consultant that you've used before to help with your strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Fourth Economy is that correct? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they shared with you some interesting information that really has not been reported anywhere else. And and I think for a lot of people listening to this program that run businesses or that have a vested interest in this community, they're gonna be shocked to hear this sort of bit of news. Sure. Talk a little bit about what's the out migration of, of mm-hmm. a certain demographic.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's um a, a great conversation point and um, it definitely was new information to us. Um, we utilized, as you said, Fourth Economy with our uh, strategic plan mm-hmm. and we're in the process of doing a mid-plan review. Um, and so in looking at the data and the metrics, um, we're about two and a half years in the current plan. Mm-hmm. And so looking at the data and the metrics, interestingly, uh, what we learned was um, when we look at the um uh, individuals and in the residents here in our community that are working, the out-migration actually is not the typical college graduate that we right. thought, right? right. Um, I think for a long time, the narrative has been, oh, you know, we skill up, students graduate, um, and they leave the community, which some still do, yeah. you know. Um, right. However, what we're seeing actually is a trend now that 30 to 35-year-olds uh-huh. are the ones that um, are moving out, of our community and taking positions elsewhere.
0: Yeah. And you think that so. might be driven by wages. Is that correct?
1: Well to some degree, because yeah. the caveat is this um the wages um in our community and in our region are going up. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean they're definitely rising overall. Um however this age bracket, this thirty to thirty-five year old, the wages are not rising as quickly mm-hmm. um, as as the other age groups. And so, you know, at least at this point Point in our research and what the data is showing um, is again that age range that seems to be impacting that.
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's an interesting age group because you know that's mm-hmm. kind of a, that's the age where where people are starting to think about families, families, you know, mm-hmm. and this is a great place to raise a family, absolutely. You know, and uh, so, would you say, uh, without jumping to conclusions, that that maybe as a community we need to sort of take a, a look at? Um, um uh, at our wages and, and, and just how competitive we are with a Kansas City, St. Louis, Chicago? Sure, sure.
1: I think that, you know, definitely is one of those um, aspects and data points that we need to dive into deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I agree with you, the quality of life and yeah. all the offerings that we have for for families and individuals of that, you know, age are, I mean, they're just, it, it's wonderful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for that. And we certainly don't want to lose anyone. We, we know that there are more jobs available than we have people for yeah. them uh, to fill. So, um, so yeah. So, as we um, work with Fourth Economy and get a few more, you know, data points and, and research, um, I think we'll be able to have that greater conversation.
0: It's really interesting. When you, when you talk to some of the new executives at Equipment Share or at Patient Technologies mm-hmm. uh, or uh, on the stage this week at the Main Street Summit, you know, these people, they come in and they say, wow, this is a really cool place. Mm-hmm. You know, which yeah. is kind of like, You know, those of us that live here don't necessarily see it as a cool place. You know what I mean? It's 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 pretty cool. (laughs) You know, we're just sort of, we're used to it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but to hear outsiders come in that really probably have pretty high standards, Mm -hmm. you know, and demands and can certainly afford to live wherever they want to. Right. Um, you know, they, they really are drawn to Columbia's quality of life and just sort of the things that, uh, that you can do here and, and, uh, the quality of things for just raising a family. So. Yeah, that's that's something that I think is interesting. I'd mean, be interested to see sort of what else comes out of the study. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and then, so where are you with your next strategic plan? Is that Yep, good question?
1: Like? Yeah. So, like I said, we're doing a mid plan review. The intent is um, next month, December, we will be able to release a little bit more information. And then we'll have the full report come January. Mm. Um, and so, with that, we will have the next set of strategies or revised strategies, if you will. Um, that will begin the strategic plan in twenty twenty five.
0: So how important is quality of place? Do you ever see oh. ready taking that on as a study topic uh, to appoint maybe a task force to say, hey, you know, uh, I know I know that Springfield, Missouri has done this recently, but to look at it what is it that's really appealing to, about Colombia to 30 to 35 year olds mm-hmm. is that something that you would ever take on
1: I, I mean I think a lot of it will come out of you know this work that our consultant is
0: doing yes. um,
1: and you know time will tell we'll yeah. see what this next strategic plan outlines yeah. for us to do right, right.
0: <laughs> so you're celebrating your 35th anniversary this week at, the, uh, <laughs> at the at the at um, uh, Boone Electric Cooperative and and so uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Absolutely. Uh, this has been uh, fun Thank to catch you. up with you and, and learn about all the successes that are coming into our community and uh, with the new airport, uh, Stacey Button. She is the president of you know, Columbia's Regional Economic Development. Thanks for joining us on the CEO what's Roundtable. The Thank you. You've been listening to 93.9 ZE. This city is my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it.
1: All the-